Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. Gifts and challenges of being an HSP parent of an HSP child. Hey, Highly Sensitive Parent, this is Amy Laginus, the founder and creator of HighlySensitiveParenthood.com, which is a website and resource center for highly sensitive and empath parents. Today I'm talking on the topic of the gifts and challenges of being an HSP parent of an HSP child. I'm actually surprised I haven't talked about this topic yet because many of us um, are highly sensitive parents of children who are also highly sensitive. Um, in fact, uh, HSP or being an HSP, being um, highly sensitive is uh, passed down genetically. Now that doesn't mean that all of us will have children who are highly sensitive, just that it's um, more likely that we will than people, parents who are not HSP. Um, so our biological children are more likely to um, inherit some of the traits of, um, of high sensitivity. So um, in the future, I am planning on, and when you're watching this, this may be the case, but I'm planning on offering a course for parents of highly sensitive children um, to better understand their needs. Um, if so, that will be on the resources page at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. Um, but for now, I just wanted to share a bit uh, about the gifts and the challenges of being a highly sensitive parent who has a highly sensitive child. And I just want to let you know, this is true for me. I have, um, my firstborn is highly sensitive. He's now eight. Um, and so he has some language around being highly sensitive. Um, but when he was younger, even when he was, you know, pre, I guess it was probably around the time he was a toddler, I began to recognize that he was likely, um, you know, fell into line with, with some of these, uh, the traits of being highly sensitive. And I began to take some of the steps, um, that I'll outline below. So, um, you might also know, or you might suspect that they have some of those traits as well. Um, so I just wanted to share some positives. There really are positives about being a highly sensitive parent to a highly sensitive child. The first is that you are very likely pretty well attuned to the emotions of your child. So when they're struggling, um, when they are upset, you're going to notice, you're going to probably be one of the first to notice, if not the first, that things are not okay. And you'll be able to respond really quickly, quickly and effectively to um, whatever it is that they're they're managing. Um, the second is that as a fellow HSP, you will be um, kind of the first in line to know how to support them when they're um, overstimulated. So if they're um, misunderstood by somebody, uh, and this can happen in like care settings and schools even, um, or, or even um, just environmentally, right? So like if they're in a really chaotic environment, um, I think about like a mall at, at the holidays or something like that, where that can be, many of you have maybe experienced how overstimulating that can be, um, depending on your mindset at the time. And your child might start reacting, you know, by crying or getting fussy or getting irritable or just acting out. And you're going to be able to notice, um, okay, they're not okay. Um, can I take them out of this environment? Can I support them in certain ways? 
Um, so as an example, um, I purchased some, just some like noise canceling uh, headphones for my, um, for my guy when he was, I guess probably preschool or kindergarten age. Um, when we were in loud environments, like an airplane, even if he wasn't listening to music or anything, it just was a way to dampen the noise and to reduce his overstimulation. So um, because you've experienced some of those things for yourself, you're more likely to notice when your child's also experiencing them. And furthermore, to model ways to manage. Um, so there may be times when you are overwhelmed or overstimulated and you say, I, I need to take some time um, you know, mommy's going to go lay down or daddy's going to take a break and step outside or whatever it is that, um, that you do, especially as your child gets older, they will learn from that and be able to model that and, and eventually be able to take that quiet time for themselves or take steps to calm themselves down just as you have showed them how to do by taking care of your own needs. Um, and lastly, another positive is to is that you'll likely enjoy a really lovely, deep emotional connection with your child. Um, and you may share some, some interests. A lot of HSPs really revel in sort of the finer things in life, in music, in art, in um, movement, in nature. And this might be a really unique way that you connect with your child, just seeing the beauty in the world around you and seeing the beauty in your child themselves. They're so darling. And... Um, not that all parents don't see the beauty in their children, but I'd like to think that us HSPs um, have like a little special boost of just noticing um, when our children do things that are really sweet or just noticing the beauty that they, that they are, that they are inherently. Um, so now moving on to some challenges. Um, the first challenge is the same actually as one of the positives, which is you're very likely pretty emotionally attuned to your child. So I mentioned how that can be positive. Um, it can also be a challenge. So um, what I mean by this is that when um, when we notice our child's emotions, but we, um, we are not sort of emotionally boundaried ourselves, um, we can kind of sponge up how they're feeling. So if they're upset and, and tearful, we also might become upset and tearful. Um, you know, there's ways in which that attunement can be helpful, but in situations where they need us to calm them down, especially as, as young children, um, it is it can be difficult when we're both not okay. Um, we'll put it that way. And so it can take some work to learn how to be not as emotionally flooded or impacted by our own child's emotions. Um, and we, we need to do that uh, a lot of the time so that we can manage situations calmly and with a clear head. At other times, it's so helpful for our child to know that we understand and feel their emotions with them. So it kind of goes both ways. Um, the second challenge that I've noticed is that it can be tough for us to know how to kind of navigate cultural expectations or societal ideas about how we should be raising our children, you know, that we should be busy, that they should be really social, that we need to be doing all of these different things. And for highly sensitive kids, uh, they should not be overscheduled. In fact, it's not healthy for them to have too much going on. Um, and we might feel this as highly sensitive parents ourselves, that when we are overscheduled, we are not at our best. Um, but it can be tough to know how to navigate when we have, you know, grandparents or friends or neighbors or schoolmates or teachers or coaches that are telling us that we need to be doing more or we should be committing to this and this and this and this and this. 
Um, so that can be a real challenge for um, highly sensitive parents with highly sensitive kids. Um, but learning how to set those boundaries and to do what's right for you is, is a really critical skill for, for those of us who have highly sensitive kids too. Um, and lastly, teaching um, our highly sensitive children about their sensitivity can be challenging, but it's also a real opportunity. So I mentioned earlier that I have a highly sensitive child myself. Um, it's possible that they could get teased by their peers or like I said, misunderstood by a teacher or a coach or something like that, um, or just labeled as like too emotional, too sensitive, uh, just different. And so that can be tough to navigate. And it also puts us in a really unique position to help our children celebrate their sensitivity and to understand the power in that. Um, so as they get older, um, even when they're little, you can model for them, you know, what it looks like to be a healthy, highly sensitive person. Um, and as they get older, they, even they can put language to that. So, um, my, my highly sensitive child who's now eight, um, he'll, you know, when, when we ask him, you know, what's, what's something about you or like share something about you with this group of people, he sometimes does say I'm highly sensitive and he says it proudly. And that makes me really happy to hear, um, because he, he, I've, I've taught him over the years the strengths of that, that he's kind and he's empathic and he's emotionally tuned in and he understands how other people are feeling and he knows that that makes him a really good friend and um, just a really thoughtful person. And so to be able to, to call those things out in our kids and to celebrate um, their gifts with them is a really um, can be challenging, but also can be really rewarding and, and important for us as parents. So uh, that said, one of the most helpful things that we can do as highly sensitive parents to support our highly sensitive children is to learn more about ourselves as highly sensitive people. Um, there's lots of ways to do this. Um, Elaine Aaron's website, hsperson.com, has lots of resources um, for highly sensitive people in general. And of course, my website, highlysensitiveparenthood.com, has plenty of resources um, to learn more about yourself, specifically as a highly sensitive parent. So I have a toolkit, which is a brief introduction, um, really low cost to being a highly sensitive parent. It's only $27. Um, it's about a 20-25 page PDF um, file that um, just really gets you understanding the highly sensitive trait and understanding how it looks as a parent for you to be highly sensitive. And then the course is a deeper dive with lots and lots of um, meditations, video materials, printouts, things that you can share with partners or other loved ones about your sensitivity and just really kind of mastering it, I suppose, um, learning to leverage it and celebrate it. So if that calls out to you, I really encourage you to check those resources out. You can find them on the resources page at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. And if you are an HSP parent of an HSP child, I would love for you to share your experiences in the comments um, section below. Um, you can also reach out to me directly at amy at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. All right, take good care. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Highly Sensitive Parenthood podcast. For more resources, including our blog, toolkit, and online course for highly sensitive parents, visit highlysensitiveparenthood.com.